Hello Gasheads and welcome to this Scout Report episode of Gascast. I'm your host Max Alderson and I'm joined by my cousin and massive Port Vale fan Isaac Reaney. Mate, thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing? It's a pleasure. Yeah, doing really well, mate. I mean, obviously, day of morning today, <laughs> but um, no, no, doing really well. I'm excited for the season ahead. I think it'd be a good one. Yeah, great stuff. Before we get started uh, and into uh, James Gibbons, I uh, just want to say congrats on the promotion. Uh, how was Wembley? I tell you what, if I could do it all again, I would, but it's never nice, is it? It's not a pleasurable experience until that final whistle's blown. Yeah, well, there's there's worse ways to do it. Three nil, like surely at two nil, you were a lot more confident. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure in the same way as you know any any lower league football fan knows that even at three nil up with two minutes to go, you're still wondering, are we are we going to do this? <laughs> um, but no, it, it was pure celebration at the end, and and actually, I think it was a uh, a great day. We couldn't have asked for it any easier. Looking back on it. But, um, yeah, as I say, it's it's good to finally get a promotion that's been a, a long time coming. Yeah, and at Wembley too, no better place to do it. Uh, great one for Daryl Clark. Um, great moment for him. Um, well, let's get into it then. Yesterday, Rovers announced the signing of right-back James Gibbons on a two-year deal from Port Vale after the 24-year-old turned down a new contract at Vale Park. By all accounts, not so much a surprise that he's left, but more of a shock that he's come to us, Isaac. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, a bit about uh, James Gibbons from a Vale fan's perspective. He's been with the club for as as long as his career, as long as he's played football, really. And he was, you know, a real fan's favourite. The genuine, like, so he get he gets you off your seat. He's a true. Football as football player, you know, he's he's hard. He's, as I say, a, a fan's favourite. So we, for someone who's been putting in some very good performances in consistently over the past few seasons, I think as a a fan base, we we expected him to potentially move on and probably go on to the championship, you know, lower end of the championship, potentially even top end of League One. But you know, we we're realistic. And I think he, if that had been the case, he would have gone with good blessing. But it was a surprise, especially for me, to see that he'd go to Bristol Rovers, which is a broadly comparable club in a comparable situation. But he says he wants to change. And I mean, it's, uh, yeah, he, he's a fantastic player and will be a fantastic player for you. Yeah, that's, that's great to hear, like, from our point of view. And we were chatting about him before the news came out, like, a few days ago, because we saw that there were rumours that he, he um, wasn't going to sign the new deal, but I didn't think for one second he'd be c- coming to us at the, at the yeah, tail that, end of that. that. That's it. And I think, you know, when he's someone who has been in and around the club for a good number of years through good times and bad, you, you see the outpouring of emotion from fans when it's announced that he, he wouldn't sign a new deal. And, you know, former players that have played within the, the sort of old timers sort of saw him as their, the lad they took under the wing and really wanted him to, to grow. And and Vale fans aren't blind to the fact that that's what we kind of expected as well. Go and spread your wings, go and make it in the you know more senior leagues, get your good pay packet and do, do what all footballers do. Football's a, a game of change. But yeah, it was a surprise and definitely a massive 
scout for Bristol Rovers to get a genuinely quality player that will be a, a good quality player in League One. So what can you tell us about Gibbons as a player? He looks pretty versatile, played right wing back primarily for you, but also had a spell on the left. Um, where would yes. you say his best position is, really? So he's, I'd, I'd probably say he's, best, he's a right back, really. I mean, our position, our structure led us to be three at the back with wing backs. And Gibbo played at wing back, you know, probably most of the season. He, he can play at left wing back if needed. Um, but he is primarily right-footed. Um, but he could also slot in at right centre-back if you did play at a, a five at the back. I know you do usually play four at the back, so he, he'd be a right-back a right back in that um, in that system. But he's, he's, a, like, he's a tough player, he's a hard player. He loves a good tackle. He's a solid tackler, but he likes getting up the pitch as well. He, he's aggressive. He's a player that will really inspire those around him to to sort of up the game and I think as a, a young player is he 24 yep. he's um, for his age he's mature beyond his years really and I think the fans see that when you know he's run, running down the wing getting overlapping his man and getting good crosses in there's nothing that a fan base can ask anymore from a player because he does leave it all on the pitch. He, he's a great addition to any squad. And I think ultimately we'll, we'll be sad to see him go. Yeah. Um, he, sounds like a, he sounds like a proper like future captain, um, kind of in terms of his mentality and his character. Definitely seems like a leader, um, like with a wise head beyond his years from, from what I've seen in his interviews and his, his press yeah. conferences. Undoubtedly, and, and you can tell on the pitch, like you, you watch him week in, week out. He's he's a player that he's. I mean, I, I speak for him in a, a professional footballer sense. He's not a nice player, you know. He, he goes in for his fifty fifties, and he he leaves me on the bones. And I think that is, as a fan, exciting. And I think is especially to you know for a promoted side that is going to be in a tussle with some big you know undeniably big sides this year. There needs to be a little bit of niggle and needle that that he will give you. And as I say, it's perhaps something that will enhance. Well, it's not perhaps. It's something that will enhance any team um, in, in that division. Yeah, I think the only. Um, downside I can see to this deal is that he's had a lot of injury problems, particularly in the last two seasons. Um, yeah, that's it. And I, I think potentially that's the only reason that the Vale wouldn't have tried harder to keep him. Now, I look, I, I know that there will have been a deal put forward to him that's been publicised. And the only reason that potentially that deal wouldn't have been better is as a result of his injury, injury record. Um, I think out of the, we played near, nearly 60 games last season in all competitions and he made an appearance in about 30 of them. Yeah. Um, I think, it's, you know, he struggled with his hamstrings, struggled with his, uh, a couple of unfortunate feet injuries. Um, you know, it's keeping him fit will be the key. Um, but hopefully with, with good, and I say hopefully for yourselves, with good game management for, for him and managing his minutes, he'll, really shy um, the other thing is, is and I don't know exactly whether it's been the case but 
you know, he will get a yellow card here and there. He, he might be especially playing at right back rather than uh, right wing back where he is more defensively minded. He, he might pick up the odd booking that could lead him suspended for a game, but he's he typically plays on the right side of the uh, right side of the line. Yeah, well, I, I think it's, I mean, for us, we had the entirety of last season, we had one right back in the entire squad and that was an 18-year-old youth team player who actually ended up from Christmas onwards pretty much starting every game at right back and is, is looking a really bright prospect for us. Um, this signing kind of raises the question mark of um, the game time for Luca Hall. Um, I think Gibbs, Gibbons has been brought in as the starting right back, but given what you said about his injury problems and potential suspensions, um, it, it looks like the, the two of them might rotate quite a bit, which could be decent for us. I'm just looking at this quote here. It says, um, returning to action in mid-February, Gibbons said, I trust my hamstrings now. Hopefully that's the last of them. Instead, he then missed a month of action with an ankle ligament damage. Um, <laughs> but he did start yeah, the playoff I mean, final at Wembley. So um, he, he, he did. And, and actually, the, the ankle injury was publicised as being a bit of a freak, or completely unrelated injury. Yeah. Um, you know, and these things happen in football, obviously. But he's he's a player, as I say, that that will. I mean, I, I'm not familiar with uh, Luke Hall and and the rest of the uh, Rover squad in, in detail, but he will be joining a club on the premise that he'd be a starting right back. Yeah. You know, I, I knowing what we know about Gibbo, he he'd be destined for for good things, and he he's a real scalp for a club. In you know our situation, having just been promoted to League One, yeah, for sure. Um, and on that, like, I just wanted to ask, um, in terms of his potential and growth, how far do you think he can go in terms of his ceiling? Look, it, it, it's very difficult to assess exactly how far a bright spark can go in the game, especially in today's football. But f- from a young footballer who's a, a homegrown player from a side in League Two, League One. He made his debut in League One. Um the you know the sky's the limit. You know, he's he's not a n- nice silky premiership footballer, but there's absolutely no reason why he couldn't be playing Australia in the championship. And actually I'm a little bit surprised that Aside in the lower reaches of the championship, haven't picked him up as a player to develop. Yeah. Um, so you know, he should be a very good League One footballer, uh, probably a decent footballer in time, but that's, you know, just dependent on his injuries, dependent on what, what you can get from him. And, and if he's both curve continues it's only going to spell positive things for for Bristol Rovers that's great stuff Isaac really appreciate you coming on Um, looking forward to the two games against the Vale this season Um, quick one how do you think you're going to do this season how do you think Rovers are going to do from an outsider perspective yeah outside perspective I mean taking Rovers first I think when Rovers came to to the Vale it, it was a real six pointer at the top of the top of the table and Rose played some of the best football we've seen at Vale Park all season. I think the bright spot, you know, we were both on the crest of a wave, really. And hopefully by taking that into the se- the start of the season, getting off to a decent start, it'll set us up for um, a good season ahead. Um, 
from from Vale's point of view, I think we've retained a lot of the the talent from last season, which is a good thing as a promoted side. Um, we've got contract offers out to. Um, there, were, there were three players out of contract. Jamie Proctor signed, who who scored a fair few goals for us. James Gibbons will be playing his trade in the uh, blue and white quarters, which obviously is a disappointment for us. Um, and and Mal Benning will hopefully sign a deal if uh, if things are right. With a couple of astute signings, I can see us, you know, hopefully being a, a comfortable mid-table side. You know. To, that hope, as I say, you, you steer clear of relegation, and I think that we need a, a good bit of show on uh, if, if we're to compete any further. But I think that'd be success for us in uh, in the season to come. Great stuff, Isaac. Thanks so much for joining us, and um, yeah, all the best for the upcoming campaign. It's a pleasure, and uh, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. No problem at all. Gasheads, uh, if you enjoyed this one, uh, thanks very much for listening. Please do feel free to give it a share on socials. Um, we will be back next week with our first full episode of the season, so keep your eyes peeled for that one. Uh, until then, all that's left to say is up the gas and up the veil. Bye.